Welcome to Virtual Theater. I'm Andy Spiteri. And I'm Gooey Fame. The day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. If you're a gamer, a movie buff, or both, you're going to want to check out our podcast on video game movies and the stories that shape them. Luigi, it's a mushroom. Come on. Trust the fungus. We let you decide which movies we cover via Twitter poll. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at Virtual Theater X. Right, you can hear him talking. They can't understand me, kid. And give us two thumbs up by subscribing on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. The fate of billions will depend upon you. <laughs> We are a part of the Just Enough Trope Network. Welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri. I'm joined by my two pals, as always, Allison Alita, Kevin O'Rourke. What's going on, pals? Living a dream. Living a dream. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, we got a uh, we got a good show for you this week. We are, uh, we're basically going to do something that we do really well here on the champions cast and that is baselessly speculate <laughs> as to uh <laughs> some of the goings on in the zelda universe we are going to be talking all about the game awards and uh we're gonna run through the nominees and and what we you know what who we think is gonna win where we think maybe there's some snubs and uh most importantly do we think that we are gonna get breath of the wild too and maybe we'll even take a run and see if we can uh predict that last super smash bros character because i'm pretty sure that we're going to get a smash bros character reveal at the game awards i think everyone kind of thinks that i hope so i definitely hope so if not breath of the wild too then at least the smash bros character there you go that would be a, a nice little something to uh to tide us over um before we get there though i guess uh, i just wanted to throw out there this is a little bit of a side story so on my other podcast, Virtual Theater, we are uh, gearing up to cover Star Wars The Phantom Menace, which is one of those prequel um, prequel Star Wars movies that everybody nobody really seems to like. And so I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed for it, because I remember thinking that those movies were just really kind of weird. And before we got on air, I was telling Allison how I spent eight hours yesterday playing Final Fantasy XII. Um, I bought the Zodiac Age remastered for the Switch. Man... This game is basically like a Star Wars prequel game. I never noticed it until now, but it's it's unbelievable. There's all these like weird aliens and like flying ships and like it's very old timey but new timey. To anybody that is playing Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age on their Switch or has played it in the past, take a second look at that game and let me know if you agree with me. Because I I was sitting there and I was really pleased with myself last night as I was uh, making this correlation in my own head. From what I've heard, it's pretty much Star Wars: The Final Fantasy game. It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty unreal because you've got like all these weird, like little alien characters that remind me of uh, Watu. Is that his name? The the dude with the pod racer. 
Oh, yeah. Right? I only care about money. <laughs> that guy. Although that could easily just be Wario. <laughs> You've got these weird, like, characters. And then it really, it makes it even better. Because, like, the acting in Final Fantasy XII isn't very good. And the lines are all really weird. So, like, <laughs> you really get the authentic experience. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's very Star Wars. I spent probably about eight hours... Uh, doing this game yesterday so I, th I thought that that was funny um you know before we get going on to this week's show let's just circle back and just really put a bow on last week's episode uh we created quite the controversy reviewing the best zelda ever list over on zelda dungeon which you should check out if you haven't by now uh kevin i hear that the uh the the founder of this fine Zelda Dungeon site, Mossy's had some some words for you regarding Triforce Heroes. They weren't happy words, I'll tell you that. <laughs> they were terrible, terrible words. Uh, I was tagged on Twitter, and uh, our illustrious leader said, uh, and I quote, Just finished listening to the Champions cast at Zelda Dungeon. Andy Spiteri told me to come here and to tell you how much Triforce Heroes sucks. <laughs> I think Zelda's adventure for CDI is a better single player experience. Oh, to which I wrote to yeah. which I wrote back, to be fair, it's way easier to finish a beer while playing Zelda's adventure. <laughs> I'll leave it I'll leave it at that. To our listeners that may have not uh, ever heard this analogy that has been made before about the quality CDI title that is Zelda's adventure. So Mossy's has a famous analogy where he will say the difference in quality from Ocarina of Time to Wand of Gamelon is the same difference in quality from Wand of Gamelon to Zelda's Adventure. Dang. Not good. Not good. Dang. Not good. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? He had some harsh words for Allison and I, too. Yeah. He was, uh, he was pretty beside himself that two leaders at a Zelda website could rank A Link to the Past number 13. Yep. I don't think anybody agreed with us, Al. No. Which is fine. No. I just, I've been thinking since doing this list that next year I'm going to make this list based more off what I think is a good Zelda title and not rank it from what I like to play from least to most. You know, I kind of, I, I go half and half. I'm like, half of me is like, how much do I really enjoy just playing this game? And then the other half is kind of everything else, like yeah, the, the legacy aspect or the mm -hmm. foundation aspect or what this list did. So I think I need to find um, that happy medium too. One thing that I really want to do, uh, maybe we'll do it in the new year here, is do a deep dive into the dungeons of Majora's Mask. Because that was kind of the other thing that came from um, this list. And we got, you know, there's only the four dungeons, but we got a lot of really good talk about kind of where you'd put each dungeon. And I was surprised that nobody liked Woodfall uh, as much as I did. Hmm. It's a great temple. I think it's the music. It just puts it over the top for me. I, I love the music. The music music really cool. does a lot for me in dungeons. Yeah. It's probably the best intro dungeon in the series. Like, by far. That's a hot take right there. I thought... It... You know what, though? Go ahead, Al. I just thought it was interesting. Somebody, I can't remember if it was Moss or Goo, said that it didn't feel like an intro dungeon because it's so far into the game. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yes and no. I feel like with that kind of game, you could do like a million things before you actually make it to the dungeon. Mm -hmm. It's kind of yeah, like Breath of I the mean, Wild saying like, oh, well, those dungeons suck because you can't get to them early. But it's like, you can. I mean, that's like calling a divine beast 
an intro dungeon in Breath of the Wild, though, mm, you know? Mm-mm. Like, are the four shrines an intro dungeon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what anyways, is an intro uh, dungeon? <laughs> You're on the I Champions think that, cast. Uh, this is going to be a, a ripe topic for, uh, for the Champions cast to cover in the new year here. Um, but let's get over to the Game Awards. We're going to be putting a bow on the year that was 2019 in the next couple of weeks here. So let's get started with our... Um, yearly yearly wrap-up and and that starts with the game awards uh hosted by a one mr jeff knightley mr jeff kevin kevin dumped all over me last year and i said jeff knightley <laughs> and everybody listening probably is dumping all over me too just like what is this guy jeff talking knightley about? who's that jabroni <laughs> so i was i was talking last year and i had been uh i had been talking with a buddy of mine and the first time, this is years ago, the first time we ever saw his name, we thought it was Jeff Knightley. And so at, once we realized that his name was not, in fact, Knightley, and it was actually Jeff Keighley, we were just like, I like Knightley better. So we've just been calling him Jeff Knightley ever since. <laughs> so I I go into Zelda Dungeon last year, and I'd been talking to my buddy. I was texting him before, but I'm watching it with everybody. And I slip out the old Jeff Knightley, just kind of not thinking about it. And everyone's just like... What the? <laughs> Who's that guy? A little bit embarrassing. <laughs> That's, That's fine. You'll you'll embarrass yourself again at some point. I've done it plenty of times. All right. Well, let's do it. We are going to go through all of the nominees here and give our thoughts and opinions and predictions on who we think will win um, and just kind of talk about some of the different categories here. We're not going to do all of them because I don't think all of them are really pertinent to to this show. Like we're going to leave out all of the the esports stuff. We're, we're basically going to talk about categories that have Nintendo stuff in them, and we're going to talk about you know where we kind of fall on them. And I mean, we haven't. I'm assuming that you guys haven't, but uh, we, like I haven't played a lot of these games that have uh, been nominated. I feel like I've played a ton of games this year, but just not any games that actually came out within 2019 a lot of them mm-hmm. yeah it's tough like there 2019 was a really good year for games too you get like this bottleneck of games and you can only play like so many right i think if i actually i was vote, uh i'd only vote based on trailers for half of these games yeah um i i caught up on a lot of games that i wanted to play from previous years like i i wanted to play the remaster of final fantasy 12 i wanted to play hotline miami i wanted to play earthbound again i wanted to play undertale so like i uh i I played a lot of games they just weren't necessarily games that were relevant to you know 2019 um but that being said we're gonna do as good a job as we can so i guess uh, let's just dive right into it if you guys are ready i am ready let's do it let's talk about one allison i think that you and i are going to be passionate about Best strategy game. Heck yeah. So there's a lot of games nominated in here, but the only one that I care about is Fire Emblem Three Houses. One hundred percent. It's got to win, right? Yeah. Like, I some of these games I don't even know what they are. I, yep, me neither. I have no idea. No idea. Um, Wargroove is on Nintendo Switch, and that's supposed to be quite good. Our our pal Gooey Fame has played it, and. Uh, and giving it a vote of confidence. But yeah, I don't know what Age of Wonder is. I don't know what uh, this Anno 1800 game is. It looks like some kind of pirate ship game. Uh, <laughs> That's not what Anno total, is, but all right. <laughs> total War, 
Tropico yeah. Six. Well, what is what is Anno? I don't know. It's got a it's picture a, of a ship. It's a strategy game. It takes place in different eras. Uh, some I take place. In I the would future. have never guessed it was a strategy game. Yeah, well, it's definitely a strategy game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a roguelike MMORPG. It just squeaked its way I, into here. You know, I don't want to talk about it yet, but this is not the last that uh, <laughs> you've heard us talking about Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> I think. Uh, you know, it's it's a shame that this is Fire Emblem's one nomination here. So, you know, I you know, bias, but I think that this has got to win this category. Um, I just I look at the the Metacritic score for Fire Emblem Three Houses, all this the social media buzz, and like, how could it be anything else? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the one for me. Um, let's move over to score and music. I was really excited when I saw Cadence of Hyrule nominated in this category. Um, it's got some pretty stiff competition. Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't know what this game is. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. I- I've never even heard of that Maybe one, to be honest. Enough. Kevin, you got any uh, You got any hot takes on Sayonara Wild Hearts? I have no hot takes on there. It looks like it's got uh, motorcycles. Uh, yeah, that's a motorcycle. <laughs> kind of like a... He's got, like, a Nightwing mask on, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure. I've not heard of Sayonara Wild Hearts. The rest of these uh, I've seen. Cool. I would uh, I would love if Cadence of Hyrule was able to um, to take home the Best Music Award. I, I don't see that happening for some reason. It just doesn't feel like a... like The rest of these games are big AAA titles, and then you've got, like, this small indie side story that's produced by Brace Yourself Games out of Vancouver. So I, I don't see it taking home this award, but man, that would be so cool if it did. Because the music in Cadence was, I mean, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, that's my favorite part of Cadence. I'm surprised something like uh, Super Smash Bros., which had like 7,000 songs, wouldn't be somewhere on here for the for the music. You know, part of me wonders if they don't include games like Super Smash Bros., because it's more so like a... It's almost like a greatest hits okay. um, soundtrack. Fair. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So you don't but want then... like Red Dead Redemption Two winning every single award. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised it's I not mean, on, on that, here. For on a that few same of them. hand, though, you've got Cadence of High Rule, which is kind of the same thing. It's just remakes of existing songs. Mm-hmm. So that's that, like that's another reason that I feel like it's probably not going to win because it it took already existing established songs and just like remixed them mm-hmm. really well. But yeah, I feel you with that I... though. Yeah, because then if you have like. Super Smash Bros. in, like, seven categories. It's like, why? I guess uh, we should we should also say Super Smash Bros. is eligible in this year's list, despite it coming out last year, because the Game Awards, for whatever reason, take place before the year is done, which I think is silly. <laughs> like, like, these should take place in February, right? Or at least the Am I the only one that thinks December. that? You know, the very, very silly. end, like the last Thursday, maybe. Hey, if it gets me a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer sooner, put it in June. So, so right after E3, boom, Game Awards. No. <laughs> Give me that. Jeez. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Anything to get us a new trailer. See, there we go. Um, so this is, you know, we have another, uh, we have the first of many nominations for Death Stranding here, which is also a common theme for yeah. <laughs> for the uh, the Game Awards this year. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why that is. I don't know. I, I have a feeling that we're going to see a similar thing to last year and Death Stranding's going to, like, take the freaking whole enchilada this year i 
absolutely think that you are correct. Yeah. Um, probably because our pal Jeff Knightley is in Death Stranding. No, he isn't. <laughs> is he? Yes, really? he is. Wow. Yep. He has a little. Uh, he has a little cameo appearance. Was he in Red Dead in, too? Uh, in Death Stranding, he might have <laughs> oh been. Oh my god. <laughs> He's in the you know, DLC I don't think he was Red actually, or else it would have won Game of the Year for sure. <laughs> was he in God of War 4 then? Let's see Jeff Knightley running around, no shirt, full of tattoos. <laughs> oh <my God>. Boy! <laughs> yeah. That's what we need. We need a full remake of God of War 4, but with Jeff Knightley as the main character. Oh, no. So I wanted to um, talk about the best performance category really quickly. Um, I I haven't played Control. I don't even really know what Control is, actually, to be honest. I just know that it's nominated for a bunch of games. Yeah. Um, but I I see you know a lot of great you know actors in this category. Mads Mikkelsen is was one of my favorite actors. I'm sure he did a, it. You know, I'm sure everyone in here did an awesome job. But to me, and this is a going to be a common theme. I'm sorry. How do you not have some of the guys in Fire Emblem Three Houses? Mm-hmm. That, it's it's crazy to me that this game was overlooked in the way that it was because like you you talk about some of the voice actor like like Claude was just an incredible character or Edelgard in this game and and it's like you know I'm sure that I'm sure Control is a really good game and that Outer Worlds is a good game but like Control has two of the six nominations in here and Death Stranding has two of the six nominations so it's I don't know. It's hard for me to wrap my head around. Um, Ko, I don't think you've ever played Fire Emblem Three Houses, right? I've not. It's on the list uh, for sure, but uh, there have been some other, actually, mostly Switch games that I've been playing that have uh, taken up some of the time. Right. I mean, rest in peace when you do start to play uh, <laughs> we won't Fire Emblem because it's gonna it's gonna take your life Assumption. over talk about bottlenecks um so let's yeah i, I don't know i just wanted to bring that up because to me it was just like this is this well, we is got crazy. laura bailey she's great there you go you know what's cool i i think um the guy i don't know his name that played claude went and played fire emblem and did like a youtube series on it that's pretty cool yeah mm-hmm. uh joe Pesci. oh man yeah. It was Joe Pesci. <laughs> his his name is escaping me, but uh, from from all accounts on social media, he seems like a really cool guy. Yeah, he seems pretty um, active with like, you know, people who actually play the game and all that kind of stuff. The community. Picturing now that yeah. it's Joe Pesci playing the the voice. Wild again that Fire Emblem Three Houses was overlooked here. Uh, let's skip ahead a few categories and go to the best independent game. And uh, I've played, like, a second, like, one second of Katana Zero. Uh, Really liked it. I I bought it on sale, but just didn't have time to actually start playing it yet. So I'm excited to play that. Uh, Baba Is You is on my my wish list. But, I mean, this has got to be the year of the Untitled Goose game, right? I think so, too. I think that's going to be the winner for this category. That might be a clincher, yeah. They'll have a goose run out when the award is given. <laughs> have them start have hawking guys, at everybody. Have you guys played this? I haven't played no. it, but I've seen so many people like play it and memes, and it's pretty funny. This is like the I baby Yoda of wait. games. No. Yeah, I can't wait. 
this is going to be just a a wild ride, I think. Um, so let's skip ahead here. So that's the uh, the best uh, independent game. So there's actually an award called the Fresh Indie Game, and it's presented by Subway. So I think it's just like a, a, an award basically to promote Subway. Because like a lot of the same games are, are nominated. It's like recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in 2019. So yeah, that's there's a Subway award here, guys. Oh boy. That's a thing. And again, Untitled Goose Game is uh, is in the running. Yeah, Maybe my friend Pedro with, too. Uh, with the footlong here, yeah, footlong with double whip. <laughs> a goose is nabbing a sandwich. <laughs> oh boy. Um, best fighting game. Are you guys fighting game fans? Uh, I like Super Smash Bros. Yeah. <laughs> Not too much. Um, when we were younger, we played a lot of like Soul Calibur and stuff like that. Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, but Soul Calibur so was the now. bomb. I only ever bought Soul Calibur two because Link was in it. Yeah. I actually like didn't really like the game. <laughs> I think that was the the highest selling version too. Yeah, which is interesting because it was on the GameCube, which was not the highest selling anything. <laughs> no, it, but it just showed the power of Nintendo's IP, and the Xbox one was pretty cool. That yeah, one had power. Spawn. Yes. Yeah, PlayStation was um, a little wimpy. Play, had PlayStation had that uh, jabroni from Tekken. Yeah, What's his name? Hayachi. Yeah, nobody bought that. No, who? I don't think anybody cared about Hayachi. No, everybody wanted. You Link. got Link. You got Spawn. You got Hayachi. One of those things is not like the other. <laughs> it's like the RC cola of yeah. guest characters. <laughs> That's you got your Coke, brand your Pepsi, cola. yeah, <laughs> your great value. <laughs> Get a great value uh, cola, please. Oh, you don't carry so, it? So, fighting game, we got Dead or Alive 6, uh, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I I, I mean, come on now. Yeah. Ultimate's got to be just demolishing all these guys, right? I agree. I'm pretty certain Super Smash is going to win this category. If not, maybe Mortal Kombat 11. Yes. Um, let's let's head over and talk about the best Nintendo game of the year, or I mean the best family game of the year, <laughs> which has five out of five nominations are Nintendo titles. Let's run through them. Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. I gotta be honest, I don't think of Smash as like a family game. Uh, I mean, I only play it with my family, so I guess I kind of don't see it any other way i would have thought that uh pokemon would have been right up in this mix yeah. which is another uh, game that is like completely snubbed off of this list yeah, again right? for some reason yeah that's weird pokemon i wouldn't consider like a family game though like the multiplayer aspect to it is kind of i don't know like you trade you fight each other it's not terribly co-op i think luigi's Man- mansion 3 is uh, is gonna take home the trophy here? Um, maybe I don't know. I think maybe Super Mario Maker Two will probably take it. What's your hot take, Kevin? I don't know. Yoshi's um, Crafted World. <laughs> Yoshi, <laughs> I gotta slap my money. My slam was down in Yoshi's Crafted World. <laughs> um, 
of these games, I've only played Super Smash Bros. and Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, but I, it's hard to tell. I, I feel like I'd throw my hat in Luigi. Uh, you have Gooigi, you have that, multiplayer uh, in there. I forgot Yoshi's Crafted World even came out this year. That that feels like it came out forever ago. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, you had Yoshi's New... One. Or Yoshi's New Island. That was on 3DS. Uh, so, something like... Uh, yeah, I have that game. You know, I've never really been a fan of the Yoshi subseries of games, to be honest. I like Yoshi's Story, but like... The games where you have the eggs that fall behind you and you got to shoot them and stuff—they've never quite clicked for me. I've never. She's Island is a good time. I've never played a Yoshi game. Now's your chance. Yeah, uh, you know it was funny actually because on um, Facebook, Nintendo of Canada was running like a little tournament of SNES games against each other, kind of like a bracket, mm -hmm. and uh, the final two games were A Link to the Past versus Super Mario World Two Yoshi's Island. Oh wow exactly and um i was just like wow like lots of people really love yoshi's island i don't know it just it, it never uh it never like was that elite level game to me like it was fun but not great you know yeah i could see that it's um it's got different gameplay but that's yeah that's like a classic super nes game for me played the heck out of that game if anybody was wondering a link to the past one like 80 percent. i would hope so i would hope so yeah I, yeah, again, Allison, what were we thinking? 13th on the list of best-selling games. Good hey, thing I Skyward wonder... Sword wasn't on that Super NES. Oh, God. You know what? Hold on. Do you want to take a guess what the 24th best-reviewed game of the decade was, Kevin O'Rourke? Uh, was it uh, Yoshi's Crafted World? Let me cut you off right there. It was Skyward Sword. <laughs> oh, yeah? Skyward Only Sizzle. 23 games were rated better than Skyward Sword. Of the entire decade. The decade. That's Where have really I been cool. this decade? Breath of the Wild two was, or sorry, Breath of the Wild was number two. Holy crap! On this list, any guesses as to what number one was? Wasn't that Yoshi's Crafted World? Is this the same cut off. list that uh, Mossy's was talking about? No. Oh, okay, then no, I don't know. Those were the top uh, Wii games, I think, or Wii U games. What he? So okay, side story here for all the listeners. So Mossy's has this bogus list of the best Wii U games, and for whatever reason, he doesn't like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, which is a fantastic game. So he he scoured the internet until he finally found a list that had Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze rated as, like, one of the, the lesser Wii U games. <laughs> and when I say lesser, it was, like, the 20th best Wii U game, so it's not really even that bad. Can we get some tweets to everybody at Mossy's the Great saying what a great game that Donkey Kong Tropical <laughs> Freeze is? That's so great. Can we can we get this call to action going here? What was the number one on that list, Andy? Super Mario Galaxy Two. Oh, I could see that. Okay. So yeah, Nintendo. I was gonna say uh, like Fortnite dominated. Yikes. I don't know that a lot of people think that that's a the great greatest. game necessarily as as a great. Like experience, maybe. I would have thought maybe like Minecraft. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, let's move on though. Let's talk about the best art direction of the year. Link's Awakening is nominated in this category. We've also got uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, the game with motorcycles and Nightwing masks. <laughs> We've got Control and Death Stranding, uh, uh, Sekiro, 
And then this game, have you guys ever played Gree? I have not, but it is on my wish list, and I really want to play it. It looks amazing. I think if it was up to me, Gree would probably win. I wrote that down, the, too. The art direction is incredible in this game. Basically, it's a game where you unlock colors as you explore. So, like, you kind of you unlock red first, and then it's it's a hand-drawn or it's hand -drawn world and, like, Ooh. different shades of red, and then you can unlock green, and then it's it fills. It's a very beautiful game. Very short, probably only about four or five hours, but just looks incredible when you, when you play it. So that would be my pick. Um... I don't know that Link's Awakening is gonna is gonna come away with this victory, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think so either. But While it's the so art direction cute. is great, you know, it's good and it's fresh, I don't think it's like the best of this list. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um so action adventure game, and you can pretty much guarantee that Link's Awakening is again not going to win because of the six nominations Four of them are nominated for Game of the Year, and Link's Awakening is not. Mm. So I think that tells you everything that you need to know right there. Nope. Um, you got Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Legend of Zelda. Um, Shikiro, is that what this is, is that what this game is called? Sekiro? Is that is, Sekiro, yeah. Close. This is like this is like uh, basically a Bloodborne game, right? Or like a, yeah, death, or a Dark Souls like a, game? It's by the same uh, studio that made... Um... Dark Souls, and I couldn't get my word out there. Studio uh, from software that made Dark Souls and Bloodborne. You know, they're on my list to play, but I just like, I, I get this impression of that series already where it's just like, I'm almost sick of it because like people talk about it within our Zelda community so, so, so much. And it's like, okay, yeah, I, I get it, you know? <laughs> but you have to play it. I watched some trailers so that I had a better understanding of these nominees. And for Sekiro, I wrote in my notes, eh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dark Souls in Japan. Um, really quickly, the best action game has a bunch of nominees that uh, I don't really care about. Astral Chain is in there, though. And uh, that's, that's kind of the first bit of love I've seen given to Astral Chain. This game kind of came out very quietly i feel yeah. like yes brand new ip nintendo and platinum games not a lot of hype seemed pretty unique but you know what it's strange because it got a very big uh it, it got a lot of presence at e3 it had um a direct that kind of ended and focused on you know a lot of the gameplay and reveal of astral chain but then it, it just came out and like that was it there was nothing i didn't see one ad i didn't see like anything right. about this game i mean i guess it was good enough to be nominated for game of the year or action game of the year, year rather what's the i don't understand why there's an action adventure category and then an action category there's no adventure to be had in these games <laughs> they just get you right straight action, the action. <laughs> like, we need to fill another 15 minute segment here to throw in action that would be great if it was all the same games nominated as well. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, we're here. The game of the year nominees are Control, and I still, I don't know what this game is. Before I read the rest, can somebody tell me what Control is? You've got superpowers. Yeah, you got superpowers. In a space station, and you can talk to plants. You're taking down people. I, I mean, like, what kind of game is this? I, I just, 
I, I'm woefully ignorant, I'm afraid. Uh, Remedy made a game that I want to call Total Recall, but that's not what it is. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. Quantum Break. And it's a very similar okay. kind of game to that, but this has, like, you're on a space station, um, and you have these, you know, super force powers that you can use, and you can shoot people. And fly. Best review of the game ever. <laughs> That's what I know about that Control. Sounds, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's Control. There's Death Stranding, which, again, I feel like is going to be the Red Dead Redemption 2 of 2019. There's Resident Evil 2. There's Shikiro. There is The Outer Worlds. And for some reason, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, even though it came out last year. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I think, obviously, between all of us, I think we're probably rooting for Ultimate, just because we're biased towards Nintendo. Mm hmm I feel like this game has zero chance of winning. Same. And a lot of that's strictly based on that it came out last year. I just don't think it has a chance of winning, even if it was nominated last year for Game of the Year. Oh, I, I love think this it game. last year. I, I don't know. I think this year is all about Death Stranding. I think it's going to go Same. on a tear and win pretty much everything. I have to, I have to say it. Death Stranding. Yep. 83% score on Metacritic. 5.9 user score on Metacritic. Didn't review very well at all. Uh, a lot of publications gave it very mixed reviews. Fire Emblem Three Houses. 89% on Metacritic. 8.7 user score. How is Fire Emblem Three Houses not nominated for Game of the Year? Because that is a, a travesty. Does have Norman Reedus in it? Ugh. Or Jeff Knightley? That that's a travesty. You've got you've got this game control, which I you know maybe maybe a lot of other people have heard of it, but I haven't. You've got a game from 2018 on here. How is Fire Emblem Three Houses one of the best reviewed games of 2019 not on this list? I don't understand how they pick their nominees. Really, they have Subway pick them. <laughs> Eat fresh, Subway, baby. <laughs> Subway didn't play Three Houses, obviously. Uh, I understand long. that like some people that there's some fan voting involved, but like this is a this is a travesty that Three Houses is not on this list. I think I agree. One hundred percent. I you know let's just let's just move on. Let's leave it at uh, I think that's a travesty because I you know I feel like I could go on about this, but. Uh, but we won't. So there are the nominees, and there are kind of haphazard predictions about uh, who we think is going to win. Let's talk about the really important stuff here. <laughs> we kind of touched on it last week, but let's go into detail this week. Does Breath of the Wild 2 show up in trailer form at the at the Game Awards? Yes. Yes. You guys say yes. I still, I'm saying no. I just I don't see it happening at the Game Awards. Although I'm I'm less of a no now because we were talking in Discord the other day and I'm kind of going to myself like, you know, how many people watch the Game Awards versus your average Nintendo Direct? And the numbers for on YouTube were actually pretty much identical. But then we we did see that like 26 million people through various other means watch the Game Awards. So your audience is a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. So that does make me kind of think like, okay, maybe we will get something for Breath of the Wild 2, but I just, I don't see it. I feel like that's going to be safe for E3. I feel like we are going to get a Smash Bros. character reveal. 
maybe a new trailer or announcement or something. Uh, you know, could be Bayonetta three. Who knows? But or Metroid. I don't. I, I don't think I Metroid is so. going to show up. There. I don't think Metroid is going to show up. I think if that's it does, that's like, a surprise. That's a shock. Yeah. I think. Although that'd be a great place to show off Metroid, but I think Metroid is just way too. It's not far along. Yeah, they already like scrapped it, brought it back. And you know, Metroid wasn't far enough uh, along to show even at the 2017 presentation where they you know revealed that Metroid Prime Four is happening. Um, so that wasn't far along enough to show it then. They just wanted to let people know that they were working on it. So I mean, you have to completely start over. I I, I don't think Metroid is showing up, unfortunately. But yeah, I just I just don't see. Breath of the Wild 2 showing up at the Game Awards, but I hope I'm wrong. Um, I hope you're like, wrong what do you too. guys, what do you guys think? You know, let's let's say that it does pop up. Like, what does that look like? Do we just see a new teaser, a new trailer? Do we get a subtitle, um, an in-depth look? Like, what do you guys think? I don't think it'll be in-depth. I don't think they're ready for that yet. I think it'll be teaser, and I think they'll give it a name, and I think that they'll believe that's enough hype to hold us over until they can give us a full-blown story trailer. I think it's going to be five minutes of Link and Zelda racing each other on an F-Zero track with the Master Cycles. That'd be pretty great. I actually think it's just going to be the subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> but man, oh man, that would be something. That would be something, all right. So, like, what do you actually think they're going to show, though? Like, if it if it's a subtitle, like a new trailer. I, th- or... I think just the teaser. If the teaser contains a motorcycle, that's just puts me above anything. I feel like it's safe to say that the trailer will not include a motorcycle, and the game will probably be better for it. I like the master cycle. Um, so yeah, so Breath of the Wild two. I just, I don't know. I don't see it showing up. Hope that I'm, uh, hope that I'm wrong. But we're gonna be uh, watching along for the game awards, and you know, depending on if we do get a Breath of the Wild two trailer, we might, we might even uh, slab out next week's episode of the Champions Cast a little bit early and just react in real time to uh, Breath of the Wild 2. So I, I really do hope that it shows up. I just don't... I just don't see it happening, though. I think that's got to be a big E3 reveal. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Is this going to be the first year that, like... Because, um, you know, normally Reggie goes up there, but is this going to be the first year that Doug Bowser goes up there, maybe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. So, I mean, debut... He could give us Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. I'm just saying. That would uh, that be a thing for uh, that put Doug Bowser on the map. Yeah. For sure. Um, so you know we're kind of split on if we're gonna see a Breath of the Wild 2 uh, trailer here, but I I think we can all agree that we're pretty sure that we're gonna find out who the last character is in the Smash Bros. pack. Do you guys have any? predictions or inklings uh about who you think it's going to be and kevin if you say a motorcycle i'm going to it's not the motorcycle (laughs) we already got that with wario i I really want waluigi i don't think he's gonna happen though i'm always hoping for a zelda character but i don't see that happening 
No, I don't. I don't see a Zelda character happening either. You know, like who who would it be at this point? I think the next Zelda character that gets in is probably someone from Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, that's. I fair. thought maybe one of the champions. I I just think that the the time is too late for that now. Yeah. Maybe a Fire Emblem character. We don't have enough of those in Smash Bros. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I was I was just about to say like, yeah, that would be awesome to have like someone from Fire Emblem in, and then I'm stopped, and I'm like, you know what? As awesome as that would be, there's too think, many of them. I, I think you're at the point now where you can have an eight player match in Super Smash Bros. with just Fire Emblem characters. Really? There's that many? <laughs> uh, pretty close. I think you've got six characters. Hold on, you've got Marth, Roy, Ike, Crom, uh, Lucina. Robin and Corin. So yeah, you are you're one away. Yeah. Oh man. So maybe that's it. We're gonna get that eighth piece of the Triforce. Yeah, let's Fire just Emblem. Rephrase, no, I'm saying Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's what I want. F all the other ones. <laughs> I would actually love to see that. I, I think Claude would be kind of the best one That'd to put be in. Pretty cool. Because he he at least is a bow user and could have a little bit of diversity in his moves. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as much as I myself have just it bemoaned the amount of Fire Emblem characters in that game <laughs> and would kind of roll my eyes at the thought of another Fire Emblem character. I think that that would be pretty cool if um, if Claude showed up. But you know what? I think that at this point, the the characters that are being revealed for Smash Bros are like these big third-party names that, you know, they go beyond in-house Nintendo characters. And I think that for the final character you're going to see a really big announcement. And maybe I shouldn't be setting myself up for this kind of hype because I remember Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. They had that fan ballot, and, like, I was really, really pumped for the last character to be revealed, and then it turned out to be, like, Bayonetta. And I was just kind of like, eh, pretty pretty let down about that. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'm not setting myself up for disappointment here. But I think that it's going to be a big, big character that's going to be revealed. I think that Nintendo does listen and I'm going to go out on a whim. I don't really even want this character for Smash, but I know that tons and tons of people do. I'm going to I'm just going to say I think the last character reveal at the Game Awards for Super Smash Bros is going to be Sora. Ew. Oh, from okay. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I mean I could see that being a thing. Yeah, okay. Let me. Be, I, I, I don't. I don't care for Sora at all. Actually, really, he's he's not even the coolest person in his own game series. Right. I think Riku was really cool. There's a lot of cool characters in that series, but as just a statement, that character getting in would be pretty awesome because then, of course, that kind of opens the door for like, hey, when's Kingdom Hearts coming on to uh, Nintendo Switch? Yeah. And yada yada yada. I think that would be pretty cool, and that would really just cement. Not that it's not cemented already, but really would just cement like anybody can get into super smash bros hmm. like there is no limit there's nothing and i mean that we already we already have cloud strife so i mean why not sora i don't think it's as big of a stretch as maybe some people might, might think, think. Yeah. yeah maybe a few years ago for sure but i mean we have like solid snake in the game could be anyone yeah that's fair i i think for me the moment that I was just like, yeah, I was surprised when Snake got in. I was like, this is crazy. I was surprised when Sonic got in, although to me that made sense. I remember, and you know, I remember watching Mega Man, Pac Man. I was like, okay, these guys fit. 
Super Smash Bros., right? Like, they're classic Nintendo characters. They fit. To me, I remember watching, uh, I think it was a Nintendo Direct, and it ended with the reveal of Cloud Strife in Super Smash Bros. And that was the moment where I was just like, anybody can get into Smash. Like, the the boundaries are off. Like, if Cloud can get into Super Smash Bros., anybody can. Microsoft characters, uh, yeah, we got Banjo. old characters. Yeah, like, that was the moment where I'm like, anything can happen. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think Sora isn't as unrealistic as maybe some people might think. I think we could get someone like uh, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro. I, you know, I was just thinking Spyro, and I shut myself down. But Crash, maybe. <laughs> They're coming out on I more than PlayStation could. platforms. It's definitely possible. That'd be pretty fun. I, I mean, yeah, like I, I think you could. I, I do think that um, traditionally you to share in that regard as you know nintendo and microsoft have this buddy buddy relationship now but i mean sony's kind of gradually worked their way in they have you know they finally allow cross play stuff like that so i wouldn't be i wouldn't say it's impossible to see someone like crash or like spyro on in super smash bros i think those characters would fit right in actually that'd be that'd be pretty cool uh actually to see crash bandicoot in there Remember all those commercials that he did, just kind of trash talking Mario, back in the back in the nineties. Yeah. You finally settled that blood feud. <laughs> uh, Mario, oh I think it is just just desserts now. I would love that. <laughs> Ooh, that would be good. So yeah, a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, that would be good. Going down yeah. in this next week. Hopefully, we see some uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild two news, and you know, at the very worst, we'll probably get the last character to go into Super Smash Bros. So could be an exciting week uh if you are not a member of zelda dungeons discord make sure that you are we're going to be watching it live in voice chat so you can um come and hang out with us i'm gonna i'm just gonna make it uh, a hard and fast rule right here if we see breath of the wild 2 at uh, at the game awards we will get you an early show with our reactions you heard it here first and i hope that that happens i don't think it will but man i hope that happens fingers crossed um so yeah that's gonna do it for us for this week on the show uh, stay in touch we're gonna be uh, following the game awards very very closely uh those go down of course this thursday at i want to say 7 p.m uh, mountain time i could be wrong about that um oh yeah so i'm definitely wrong about that pretty close up. so those are going down this week uh come hang out with us until then, we're, uh, we're out of here for this week, but we will see you next week, maybe even a little bit early. Uh, make sure that you head on over to Podbean, iTunes, like, subscribe, comment, leave us a five-star review if you think we've earned it. Uh, let us know on Twitter what you think about our predictions. I am at Spiteri316. Kevin is at Shabazzle. Allison is at Allison Alita. That's it. That's all. We're out of here. We're out of time. We'll see you hopefully Thursday. <laughs>